<clears throat> All right, here we are, everybody. We've got uh, another episode of Cognizant Incognizance, episode 20 this week. Um, coming at you a day late here. Just had a little too much going on last night. Did a little, uh, spent a little bit of time with some good friends of mine. Shout out to Joe Wanger and Zach, or Wanger and Grizz. That is the same person. Um, so that was, that was a good day for sure. Um, it was a good night anyway, a good way to spend my night. Um, went to Tappan Mallet. Those of you that aren't in the Rochester area or don't know what it is, even if you are in the Rochester area, uh, Tappan Mallet is a kind of like a like a brew pub, a gastro pub, I guess you would call it. They have a ton of awesome craft beers, which I love, and they have really good food. Uh, so yeah, it was a good place to eat. I've never eaten there before. I've only gone there to drink. And we got to play some trivia. Never played trivia there before either. Got 14 out of 26 questions right. And the final question, which was just for the tiebreaker. Um, so for this week, I'm going to get back to our regular, regularly scheduled programming for real this time. Um, and I'm going to start this off with my 10 cents for thought i've skipped over that for probably about a month now and i'm gonna get back to the roots here um and so i guess just to kind of hit the nail right on the head uh, am i a little better today than i was yesterday yeah for fucking sure um i didn't get out of bed this morning to go to the gym so that was kind of not so great um so I guess I didn't make the healthiest choice this morning, but there's a reason that I made the healthy that I made a not so healthy choice to stay in bed. Um, that's because I got a new mattress, and it finally came. This was supposed to come like over a month and a half ago, and these idiots. Well, it's, it was kind of my fault, but it was also kind of their fault. Um, but the mattress that I wanted, they sent me the wrong one at first, and I should have noticed it beforehand, but I didn't notice it until the day it was before it was supposed to arrive. So they sent me a twin and I ordered a queen. So I sent it back. They refunded me and then I bought the queen properly. Um, so that's finally here after waiting the last like two and a half weeks for the new mattress to come after sending the old mattress back. Um, and goddamn, is it comfortable? Holy shit. I, uh, it, it's, it's uh, that company Purple, if anyone's familiar. Um, purple mattresses it's like some weird gel foamy thing that's woven into like a honeycomb pattern and it compresses in on itself to act as like a comfort mechanism and then once it once your body weight compresses it down into itself it firms it it firms up and it's crazy it's ridiculous it's some weird scientific marvel and i'm sleeping on it so it's pretty sweet i gotta say very satisfied with my perch i must add or my purchase i must admit um so i'm gonna read you my purple mattress review really quick and then i'll continue with 10 cents these were my immediate thoughts that i wrote in just as soon as i woke up and had my eyes completely open while still laying in my bed um so shout out to purple mattress for making a great mattress uh overall feel of the purple mattress I was freaking impossible to get out of this bed because I felt like a puppy sleeping curled up in a higher life form's arms, like some kind of a deity. It was perfectly firm once I got settled, 
with just the right amount of cushion after I was kind of, you know, done wiggling around. So, uh, overall, phenomenal. Uh, quality of sleep was impeccable. I haven't slept that well in a long-ass time, which is why I could not, I just couldn't bring myself to get up at 5.30 this morning. I just couldn't do it, you know? The mattress itself was a wonderful combination of gel-based comfortable top layer and a memory foam composite inner layer, uh, which kind of lets you get comfortable, and then once you're comfortable, you stay that way. Uh, the perfect amount of support right where you need it and all your different pressure points, depending on how you sleep. Every position was incredible, from my sleeping on my side, I'll usually fall asleep on my back and then roll over as I'm like really falling asleep. It's weird. But no matter what position I was in last night, even while I was just lounging there on the phone before bed, it was fantastic. Every position super comfortable. Um, they also sent me a pillow when the initial mattress shipped, and they sent me some, some sheets that go along with it now, which are also super soft and super stretchy, and they're very warm too. So the mattress sheets pillow combination is perfect. It just feels like your bed never ends. And it just really cradles your head and neck. It's just kind of like you're floating. Um, and then I guess the only problem I have, uh, the frame isn't the greatest that they sent. It works for sure, but I need to like tighten it up in a couple places so it doesn't squeak when I sit on it initially. Um, so yeah, there's my purple mattress review. I guess overall I'm going to give it a 10 out of 10 because I've never compared anything better than that to this. So, um, yeah, I guess Purple Mattress is gonna, it's gonna get a 10 out of 10 just because it's the best mattress I've ever set my ass upon. Um, anyway, back to the 10 cents here. Question two, have I built my character? Um, yeah, sure, 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 sure. Um, I mean, I think that's just kind of something that I'm always going to be working on. You can never build your character too rigidly and you can never work on yourself too much, I don't think. Um, <coughs> excuse me. That's something I just try to do on a daily basis just to be a better version of myself than I was the day before. Whether that's being more disciplined or being nicer, being more respectful, being more considerate of others, whatever the case may be. I don't really have any specific examples to point to, but I don't know. It's a daily, hourly, minutely, by the second kind of struggle for all humans, and I guess I'm winning the struggle here. Um, certainly giving my best at work, even just considering uh, everything that happened last month. Jan February's off to a good start. January's done. We're still on the move. We're still making shit happen. Um, what I learned new today... Uh, I didn't learn much new today, honestly. The only book I read was The Daily Stoic. And, um, but what I learned, I learned something new yesterday with trivia, and this was the final question during trivia. Um, the question was, what percentage of roses sent on Valentine's Day are red? And so we weren't doing prices right rules, so prices right rules are, you know, closest without going over they just said all right person who guesses closest to the actual percentage of roses that are sent on valentine's day that are red for the tiebreaker during trivia that person's gonna win and so one of them guessed 79 percent the the other person guessed 75 percent 
and us at my table being a bunch of fucking asshole smart asses, we're just like, yeah, it's probably 69%. The real answer was 69% on the dot, which I thought was phenomenal. We were just being smart asses. And we got it right. So apparently 69% of roses sent on Valentine's Day are red. And that seems a little bit low to me. But what the hell do I know? I'm not the one actually doing the quantitative research. So yeah, that's what I learned new yesterday. 69% of all the roses sent on February 14th every year are red. And the rest are random colors. Um, So question five. Have I made healthier choices? Buying this mattress was a healthy choice. That's for damn sure. So that was amazing. Um, Went to the gym after work after I finished up some Valentine's Day shopping. We'll get to that in a minute, but not what I bought. Um, Had a good dinner. Had a good, I ate pretty well today. I'm almost done with uh, the program that I've been working at the gym. It's just a six week program that I'm then gonna take a week off and then repeat called uh, Shortcut to Shred. By Jim Stepani. Anybody who's ever done that, uh, I'm getting a text message. Anybody who's ever done that um, program will know that it's three days a week of higher weight with lower reps. That, and then the next three days of the week are lower weight, higher reps, and then you take a rest day on the seventh day every week or. Yeah, every week through each phase, every week through phase one, you um, decrease the number of reps and raise the weight for your first three days and decrease the weight and raise the number of reps for the next three days. And then in phase two, you do the same thing, but you change up all your exercises. So um, another healthy choice that I have not made yet or have not gotten around to to making officially yet is starting to do some yoga which I've been meaning to do for like at least since the summer, but I think it's getting to be the time where I need some kind of an act, a better active rest than just going out and running or playing sports. So uh, we'll see about that. We'll see where I'm at next week. I probably still won't have started it because I'm just a, a an abhorrent procrastinator, if I'm being honest. Um, seven, have I expressed my love for my family and friends? Yeah, sure, of course. I always tell my friends what's up. And um, I got a good buddy of mine, Kyle, that's probably going to be moving in here with me at the end of the month. Let him know I'm excited for that, because I am. It's been great living with with my current roommate, for sure. It's been a great experience. We've had some fun, and it's been, you know, he's been a great roommate. I've done my best to be a great roommate, but I think he might be moving out at the end of the month. So, Craw, good looking on you. Come on in. Um, And then my family... uh, I haven't really talked to them in a couple days, but talked to them over the weekend. It's a good time. Uh, have I spent any quality time with my spouse? Well, still not married, so don't have a spouse. I do have uh, some Valentine's Day plans, though, so that'll be fun. Finally, for the first time in a while, I actually gave a shit enough about somebody to do something on Valentine's Day. Um, so there's that. But still not married, which I think a spouse indicates marriage, so whatever. In any case... Um, and number nine, do I bear any grudges against anybody? Nah, fuck it. Who's got the time? 
everybody forms a little grudge for a second here and there and i guess it's just really a matter of how quickly you get over that little moment of hatred you know so i'm not holding any grudges against anyone right now um and then the all important and also unimportant number 10 the the dime here rounding out the 10 cents for thought am i content with my life and the answer is no not necessarily an unequivocal no i'm significantly more content with my life in the direction that it's heading in the last like few weeks but still not necessarily content still got a lot of work to do still got a lot of goals to meet new goals to set once i start meeting those got a lot of things to you know got a lot of hurdles to jump over on the path ahead of me so um and with that that is my 10 cents for you a uh, couple little quick developments here or really just one quick development anybody who's listening to this on anchor probably already knows um and anybody who knows me knows i'm a huge spotify guy i was a i was a i i'm an early adopter with almost all technology i like to think so anyway i try to get in on the ground floor of cool technology as soon as possible whether it's technologically or financially feasible like in the case of like a tesla for me no but stuff like spotify absolutely i've been on spotify since they debuted in the u.s in like 2011 or 2012 Um, and i love it it's one of my favorite services i was talking about this last night with joe i mean i paid nine dollars a month i'd easily pay $20 a month and it would pay for itself because I definitely use it. I use it every single day, like at work on my break, at the gym for at least an hour to an hour and a half. When I get home in the morning, I play songs off Spotify to wake me up, all this crazy shit. And so um, this week, Anchor, the platform that I'm recording and uploading and distributing this on was acquired by Spotify, which is awesome awesome for spotify because um podcasts are like the new freaking thing so why not buy the the one of the newest up-and-coming podcast outlets and distribute distribution centers but also awesome for anchor because spotify is a huge global company they have a they have a shit ton of revenue um they have a great platform of their own and so what better way to ensure that both platforms continue to enhance themselves and to grow in their own space than to merge the two you know so you get anchor sharing it's it's uh what's the word i'm looking for here drawing a freaking blank turn this light off you get anchor sharing its expertise that's the word um in the podcast arena with spotify and you get spotify sharing its expertise in advertising and um and distribution and like you know reaching like a critical mass of users and traffic and the wide eclectic um you know content that's actually in spotify or on spotify that's hosted on the service so you get all these great things from both they can both help each other and they can both learn something from each other so um great job to spotify and anchor both on creating superior platforms Great job to Anchor for cashing in on that by drawing the attention of a media giant like Spotify. And I'm excited to see what's to come with the partnership. And I'm ready to see some new developments, possibly in both platforms. I don't know how Spotify could possibly get better. But there's definitely some stuff with Anchor that I'd like to see improve 
definitely some bug fixes, something like that. Just, you know, making it easier to edit your audio in the actual software so I don't need to pre-record it and then upload it, shit like that. Um, so yeah, that, that was probably one of the biggest things outside of me, my, con my locus of control that happened in February. Obviously there's another, there's a whole bunch of other stuff that's going on around the world, but, um, another big thing that's happening that's more directly affecting me and affecting those around me is Valentine's Day. Woo! Valentine's Day is coming up in like an hour and 10 minutes. It'll be officially the 14th. Um, so as February is moving along nicely this week, we are finally reaching Valentine's Day. It's been a few years since I actually celebrated Valentine's Day in earnest. I think over the last like probably four or five years, well, yeah, probably since I was like a sophomore or junior in college, never really gave a shit about Valentine's Day because I didn't really have any reason to celebrate it. Um, I think there have been a couple times when I like got shit faced with my friends or... Um, I think there was one year, if I'm remembering correctly, like we all got super baked and like ate some edibles or something. Um, <laughs> if I'm, yeah, that was pro I think that definitely happened. If I'm remembering it, or maybe that was just a, a random Wednesday. But regardless, um, it's been a few years since I actually celebrated Valentine's Day, and Jesus Christ, I forgot how commercialized this freaking holiday is just because i hadn't been participating this is the true definition of a hallmark holiday don't you love when an artist brings the title of the song into the freaking content yeah so valentine's day is truly a hallmark holiday which anybody who doesn't know what a hallmark holiday is it's really just a derogatory term for holidays that are either created in some cases which i think valentine's day was or if they weren't created by corporations and businesses they are endorsed and heavily promoted by corporations and businesses which on its face isn't necessarily a bad thing um but they're only really businesses are really only doing it because they have the ulterior motive to get us to spend more money on their nonsense um so valentine's day is i think the ultimate Hallmark holiday, and I'll, I don't mean this necessarily derogatorily, because I think Valentine's Day is—it's a cool concept. It's a really cool concept that it's a special day of the year to celebrate, you know, your significant other, somebody that you care about, and the look of joy that you get on that someone gets on their face, or even my face. Like when you get a special gift, you get something for Valentine's Day. That's something to be commended when you can generate that look in someone else by like making their day with a little trinket or a present or some flowers or whatever and so that is an honorable pursuit to give to see a happy reaction to make someone smile um but i'm pointing it out i'm pointing out that valentine's day is truly a hallmark holiday because i think a lot of people cynical folks i am sometimes a bit of a cynic but the more cynical you are i think the more down you are on valentine's day and what you're really doing there is being unfair to Valentine's Day. I don't think Valentine's Day is the only Hallmark holiday by any stretch of the imagination. So um, some other holidays that I think we should all kind of re-examine, you know, the way that, not only the way that we treat the holiday, but the way that we treat the holiday or the people that the holiday is supposed to celebrate. Um, some other Hallmarky holidays are, maybe they're not Hallmark holidays in, in and of themselves, but they're Hallmark adjacent, they're Hallmark-ish. Um, 
Big one. I'm gonna get a lot of shit for this. Fucking Christmas, dude. Holy shit. First of all, the holiday itself isn't even a Christian holiday, so I don't know why the fuck Jesus is even associated with it. But that, be, <laughs> that being said, I'm not gonna get it too religious here. Um, but Christmas is not about spending time with your family necessarily anymore. It's about what gifts did you get your family and what kind of gifts did they get them and how much did you spend and did you do your shopping yet? And Well, that's what Black Friday's for. You get all your presents for Christmas and all the cool gadgets at a discount so that you can buy more shit for the people that you're supposed to just enjoy spending time with. So Christmas is the holiday, the hallmark holiday for the family. Um, birthdays too, that's your, that's a hallmark holiday that's pretty freaking universal. I mean, I, I guess unless you're like a Jehovah's Witness or like a Scientologist or something. Um, but I mean, who, I, I would love to know who the hell thought of the good idea that, yeah, you were born 364 and a quarter days ago, here's a bunch of shit. Not complaining necessarily because I love getting presents on my birthday and I love doing cool stuff and I love being able to say, ah, it's my birthday. I'll use today as a cheat day. We'll get to cheat days in a minute. Um, but it's, I mean, the way that I'm seeing it and maybe I've just celebrated birthdays wrong in the past or maybe I just need to change how I'm celebrating them now, but birthdays kind of just seem like, and this is also probably me just being cynical, but birthdays kind of just seem like an excuse to expect things from other people, expect gifts if you're a piece of shit. And it's just like another reason for corporations to kind of cash in selling birthday cards, which is where the Hallmark, the quote unquote Hallmark holiday moniker comes from. You got birthday cards, you got birthday balloons and streamers and every party supply company in the world has their, has a little niche that you know, they can kind of carve out via the birthday. Uh, two more Hallmark holidays here, and I'll probably get some flack for this shit too. Mother's Day and Father's Day. Definitely Hallmark holidays. Why? Because why the hell are you making such a big deal out of whatever day it is in... I don't even fucking remember the exact days of Mother's Day and Father's Day. I just remember when they're coming up. But I'll tell you why I think... Those two are especially bad, Mother's Day and Father's Day. Those are especially bad, or in this case, good, examples of what a Hallmark holiday is. And then Valentine's Day, of course, which is, I think, the best. Um, again, I don't mean the phrase Hallmark holiday to be derogatory at all, because a lot of people are going to probably think that it is, and a lot of people probably use it derogatory. But I say that these three, and I guess Christmas too, in a way, have become... Like this, this phrase, this term, this state of being in the holiday realm of existence, Hallmark Holiday, has become a thing because of all the idiots out there who ignore other people all year long and act selfishly and only in their own interests, and then they rely on a certain day of the year as an excuse to quote-unquote make it all up for all the shitty treatment that they hoisted onto others. Mother's Day, you know, you don't really give, most people, I think, and I know I certainly have done this in the past, I think we've all been guilty of this at one time or another, for Mother's Day and Father's Day, is taking your parents for granted, taking for granted all that they do for you, and all the, all the sacrifices they've probably made along the way, you know, 
all the effort that they put into making sure that you live a happy and a comfortable life. I mean, if, if you have parents that do that, some don't. I certainly do. Um, and I also sometimes take them for granted, for sure. So it's fucking, it's pieces of shit like me <laughs> that, but on a serious note, I think that it's people who don't acknowledge the effort and the importance of other people in their lives that make these holidays so commercially successful and in a sense not literally cheapen them because you're shelling out the dollar but you're cheapening by commercializing holidays like mother's day and father's day and valentine's day in a sense and to a degree you're cheapening the sentiment that comes behind them or probably why those days were originally created which was to honor the person you know and i think in a lot of cases we you we use these holidays for exactly the reason that I that I said in the beginning here. Um, you know, there's a lot of idiots out there, and I've had my idiotic moments in the past for sure. Where you, for Valentine's Day, you know, you ignore your significant other all year long. You're not really, you know, you're not appreciating them on a daily basis or regularly at least, or letting you know letting them know how you feel. <coughs> Excuse me. Let me get a sip of water. You're not letting them know how you feel on a daily, weekly, monthly, whatever regular basis it is where you guys just kind of reaffirm how much you care about each other. Or in your father or your mother's case, how much you reaffirm, you know, that you appreciate all that they've done and that they brought you into this world. Your brother and your sister on their birthday, you know, you appreciate the camaraderie and the kinship that you have with them and the relationship that you have all days of the year not just the day when you're like oh yep i came out after you did or before you did so here you go here's a shirt like um and i think that's that's kind of a that's a really dangerous habit that i think and i'm generalizing obviously here but these pop these holidays wouldn't be so popular and so commercially successful there wouldn't be a freaking rose industry and a fancy jewelry industry that's nearly as pervasive as it is now if and there wouldn't be a tie industry if mother's day and valentine's day and father's day weren't so reliant on commercial sentiments and material items to actually convey the way that you feel about the people that are important to you uh, so I think that's a really bad habit that, and that's something that I really don't want to want to form. And if I have formed it in any way, shape, or form, I want to try to break that habit as soon as possible because that's that seems like a habit that's really, really hard to break. Especially, um, one second. Excuse me. Sorry, that was gross. Um, but I I feel like that would especially be a hard habit to break when it works in your favor. Imagine you go through life every single day just worrying about numero uno, not really giving a shit about the people that helped you along the way, the people that are supposedly important to you. You're really just worried about the one person that's important to you, and that's the only, the only person, which is you. Um, if you then get off scot-free because on that holiday or that birthday or that occasion, you know, Thanksgiving or whatever the hell it is, and you bring in some grand gesture in it in the eyes of the people around you because you you bought them something nice it absolves you of all the guilt that you should be feeling 
for your shitty actions throughout the course of the year or since the last time you bought them a gift. And so obviously most of the fault is on the idiots who do the ignoring and they don't appreciate anything and they continue to just kind of work themselves into these shitty habits that affect others. But if you're out there and you're thinking, oh shit, if somebody buys me something for my birthday, I do kind of remember that they're great and I don't get mad at them. You know what I mean? If you're out here thinking, ah, you know, if I don't get something good for Valentine's Day, I am going to then start a fight. (laughs) Anything like that, then it's kind of your fault too. You know, you didn't take steps to curb bad behavior or notice the trend that your significant other or your son or your daughter or your mom or your brother or your sister, you didn't take steps to acknowledge that you don't feel appreciated and you didn't show appreciation back. So you kind of, you kind of reap what you sow there. You didn't curb any of the, take steps to curb any of the bad behavior. So maybe advocate for yourself a little bit. Um, (laughs) But in any case, um, it's mostly on the idiots who do the ignoring and who've actually allowed the habit to form where, you know, they, you know, they do shitty things all day long and all year long and all month long. And then they rely on that one big sweeping gesture to kind of hopefully clear all the crap out. Um, And so, you know kind of ranting on the shittiness of valentine's day here you know but i don't actually think valentine's day is shitty i just think a lot of the a lot of the maybe root causes as to why people spend so much damn money on valentine's day instead of actually spending time with with the people that are important to them that's really important and i think that the the habit forming aspect of valentine's day that i just talked about is really really important um it's not important that you form that habit but the concept that a habit like that can be formed and can be so difficult to break is incredibly useful in other areas of your life. And I think if if a habit is easy to form and hard to break, a ne- well, if a negative habit is easy to form and hard to break, what's stopping you from forming a positive habit easily and then having a hard time breaking out of a positive habit. Um, And so with that, I want to kind of get into today's daily stoic entry. We're going to call that an entry. And um, the reason that this, the reason that all of this has come to mind and kind of come out of thinking about, you know, the conjunction of what it, what day it is tomorrow and, and all of that. Um, a, super great because this is the month of passion and emotion, which we just, we talked about that last week. This is certainly a month of passion and emotion, no matter who you are, single in a relationship, black, white, Asian, male, female, no matter what, there's likely something that's going to cause you to feel some kind of a passionate, uh, a passionate emotion going on this month and anyway I digress back to the, the back to the habits I'm not really sure where I was going with that bad habits form very easily and those bad habits can very easily destroy you so your bad habits could be self-destructive behavior you get a little indulgent you drink a little too much you sleep too much you don't get enough sleep whatever the case may be um, 
those little tiny vices, you know, that kind of really make you feel good in the moment, but in the long run, you got to make that big sweeping gesture that I was just talking about to kind of save yourself from destruction in a way, whether it's literal or figurative destruction. Um, there's a really important question to ask yourself and is what I'm doing right now in this moment actually worth what's gonna, what it could potentially, it may not even be a real thing, but is what I'm doing right now worth the potential consequences of my actions down the line? Um, and so I thought about all this today after I read, I was thinking about it all day. I was actually kind of distracted at work now that I'm thinking about it kind of thinking about all this crap especially when we were talking about it last night but so today uh, the entry for february 13th again february the month of passion and emotions february 13th is today and the title is pleasure can become punishment so the passage is from epictetus and it goes like this whenever you get an impression of some pleasure as with any impression guard yourself from being carried away by it let it await your action and give yourself a pause. After that, bring to mind both times. First, when you have enjoyed the pleasure, and later when you regretted it and hated yourself. Then compare to those the joy and satisfaction you'd feel for abstaining altogether. However, if a seemingly appropriate time arises to act on it, don't be overcome by its comfort, pleasantness, and allure. But against all of this, how much better the consciousness of conquering it. And so just reading that through the first time, I, I actually, the first time when I read it this morning, uh, after I got out of the shower, I read it, I read that part again and I was like, okay, yeah, like I see some, some words in there, but some of it just doesn't make sense. Maybe that's just the way that they, they spoke when Epictetus was alive. But so Hanselman and Holiday kind of go on to explain that by saying, and this is, this is a great passage, and it'll make sense by the end, I promise. Self-control is a difficult thing, no question, which is why a popular trick from dieting might be helpful. Some diets allow a cheat day, one per week in which dieters can eat anything and everything they want. Indeed, they're encouraged to write a list during the week of all the foods they crave so they can enjoy them all at once as a treat, with the thinking being that if you're eating healthy six out of seven days, you're still ahead. At first, this sounds like a dream. But anyone who's actually done this knows the truth, and I certainly know the truth. Each cheat day, you eat yourself sick or you eat way too much of your favorite thing and you hate yourself afterwards. Soon enough, you're willingly abstaining from cheating at all because you don't need it and you definitely don't want it. You don't need to feel sick and you don't want to feel sick. It's not unlike a parent catching their child with cigarettes and forcing him to smoke the whole pack. It's important to connect the so-called temptation with its actual effects. Once you understand that indulging might actually be worse than resisting, the urge begins to lose its appeal. In this way, self-control becomes the real pleasure, and the temptation becomes the regret. And so, that was this morning's entry, um, which is great and incredibly relevant, which is why I started talking about all of this for the episode today, and I'm actually very glad that I waited until today to make this episode and to, to read that entry beforehand. And so, I think... And I'll leave you quite quickly after this because um, I'm going to work on some watches of mine. But it's really, really easy to go all year taking yourself as number one and taking other people for granted. If you don't actually focus necessarily on 
those tiny small little pieces of interaction that maybe seem insignificant in the time but if you were to just take that extra half step and go out of your way to do something a little bit nice for someone when you have the chance that could really truly benefit you and so once you form the habit throughout the year of not acknowledging those little moments and say oh that's not a big deal you know that's not really important i don't need to thank mom for that she just does that for me because she loves me or i don't need to thank my girlfriend for this or acknowledge that she did that for me while i was at work whatever the case may be it's really easy to form that bad habit of i'll show my appreciation next time you know and it's really hard to break out of that habit because once you stop acknowledging those things the first time then it's it's probably going to be a little bit more difficult to acknowledge them in the future and think of something truly heartfelt and so where where these bad habits and where the pleasure can actually become punishment is when it finally rolls around to be that time of year when you need to truly make your big gesture because it's a commercialized gesture and when you, you truly need to show how you feel about that person and, and you've just spent the entire year thinking about you. You've spent all your time thinking about you and not really giving a shit about what the other person has given you or what you've given them and how the how your relationship has been going you know how your actual interactions with that person have gone if you're not paying attention to those little tiny things and you're not forming the habit of acknowledging positive interactions daily and weekly and monthly and whatever time feels regular for you stands to reason that it's probably going to be pretty hard to effectively convey the way that you feel when the time actually comes and the day comes and they're expecting it and so don't let your pe your pleasure ultimately turn around to punish you. Form that good habit. Form the habit of acknowledging everything that others do for you and acknowledging when you've done something for someone else in the way that it makes them feel. And allow that quote-unquote punishment of retraining yourself and retraining your body and your mind to focus on others first. Allow that very, very brief and momentary punishment of breaking yourself out of a habit to ultimately bring you and those around you some very serious pleasure and knowing that the relationship is reciprocal and moving in the right direction and so with that i will end this i'm gonna go ahead and my toolkit came on amazon today so i finally got some needle nose pliers and like a small ball peen hammer and a bunch of stuff like that so i'm gonna take